Hello everyone. So today I will be channeling Mary Magdalene for the first time and I'm very excited what she has to share today. So <laughs> thanks Vince. Yeah, so um, actually I was wondering around in August as to why am I only channeling energies which feel very masculine even though these beings don't have any gender. I can still sense their energies. So I, I just had that thought casually. I don't know why. And in September, I received a intuition that uh, Mary will be coming. And it was amazing. And I asked her when she, I channeled her for the first time that why now? Why not before? Why not later? Why, why this timing? So she said, because you found inner peace. And I'm going to bring more inner peace. And which was correct because just seven seven days before I channeled her, I think, I don't know if I say, shared this, I do limiting belief release almost every day. So there was this one belief, uh, which was, I am abandoned, which I released. And after mm -hmm. releasing that belief for the first time in my 38 years of life, I felt tremendous inner peace like mm. tremendous I cannot describe it in words it's like the peace that I was looking for outside is what I found within and that was absolutely amazing and just seven days later she came and she, she's like you found inner peace and I'm going to bring more so I was like okay let's see what happens so yeah so before I get started Atisha you want to share how we are going to take questions yes Hi everyone, my name is Leticia. I am co-hosting this event with Momita. And after the monologue, we're doing monologue today, right? Yeah, I am guessing, yes. So after the monologue, uh, we're gonna open for questions. You will post your question in the chat. And when I ask your name, you can unmute yourself and ask your question. And I can ask for you in case you can't ask your question. You just put a note there, ask for me. Um, yes. and. That's it. Let's enjoy. All right. <laughs> okay, guys, I'll see you at the end. Well, hello there. It is such a pleasure for me to speak with you in that manner today. How are you all doing? It's a pleasure as well. Uh, we are doing well. Thank you. Are you able to hear us clearly? Yes. Okay. 
I am Mary, as you know as Mary Magdalene. I am an individual, not a collective, though I can tap into any collective that I wish to, if I need to. There are so many things I wish to share with you, loved ones. So many things. I wish to do it as a process, a step-by-step -step process, which will guide you to awaken your divine feminine energies and balance them. This is not going to be a single transmission. It's going to be many, many steps, one step at a time. It doesn't matter what gender you are. Everyone can benefit by balancing the Divine Feminine and the Divine Masculine energies. If you are wondering what is the Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine, let me explain. The Divine Masculine energy is more about the raw creative powers. Whenever anything or any being expresses their masculine side, essentially what they are doing is use their creative power to create something, be it in the physical, be it in the non-physical realm, that is in the simplest sense of what masculine energy means. Whereas feminine energy is more about nurturing what is created because if there is no space to nurture what was created, it would perish, it wouldn't survive, it wouldn't thrive. Just like a seed, when you plant it, if you don't water it, if there is no sunlight, if there is no nutrition, then it will never grow. So what the masculine energy creates the feminine energies nurtures, makes it thrive, makes it grow, makes it mature, makes it whoever or whatever it was meant to be to unlock its true potential. The reason why I come now is because the world has realized 
the feminine energy is missing because the predominant egregore or the giant thought cloud that is based on your major religions in your world, in your version of the world is promoting more masculinity, more creation without emphasizing on the feminine, on nurturing it. It is more young focused than in yin. And that has created the disbalance because be it men or women or any gender, you have developed your masculine energies to a great extent, but you haven't balanced the feminine aspect of it to bring it out, to be yourself, to unleash your true potential. So it is equivalent of this analogy. You have become bags of seed with none of the seeds growing. It doesn't make any sense because this imbalance is creating a lot of stagnation, not only within your bodies, but also within the global system. Only when you find the balance is when you can find or create the Holy Trinity, the masculine, the feminine, and the center point, the balancing point. This is how you create the Trinity. So, if you only have the masculine and not the dual aspect of it, you will not find the center point, the balance. You need both. You need to balance both. Like I said, there are many steps to bring in this balance. And I would like to do it through you first. Because when you are balanced, it is through your balanced energies you can be an example for others how to be balanced. They will imitate you non-verbally by observing you whether you know it or not. And through that process they will find balance within. You can also teach them how to find the balance Now what happens when you have not balanced the divine feminine energies within you? Your body is 70% water, which is yin energy, feminine energy. And when you have too much of yang energies, there is too much dissolved store solid in the water and the blood becomes thicker, the movement becomes slower and sluggish, your lymph, lymphatic systems clog up, there is no movement, even if there is movement, 
there is difficulty in the fluidity, the fluidity, the adaptability, the flexibility is lacking. You become more solid, you become more rigid, you become more slow, physically, mentally, in your thoughts, in your emotions, in your response, in everything. So it becomes important that you clean your system, you detox your system so that you get back that fluidity, whatever you don't need to hold on to is what you need to release so that your body becomes more fluid, the vibration rises, you become more of your true self. So what creates this stagnation, this excess of young? There are food habits that can create this when you are eating too much of processed food instead of natural fruits and vegetables. If the proportions are disbalanced in your diet, it can create that stagnation in the body. What else? When you are holding on to anger, resentment, grudges, or anything that does not serve you, that also creates a slowness. Holding on to emotions that directly affects your bowels, your solar plexus, your stomach, your liver, your gallbladder, your pancreas. Your air. What kind of air are you breathing? Is it easy to breathe? Is it difficult to breathe? How clean is it? That can also introduce toxins in your body that make you more slow and sluggish. And the most important aspect that can create this slowness, this sluggishness, this disbalance in the body are your shadows, which is what we are going to talk about today. So, what do we mean by shadows? Shadows are aspects of you which you have forgotten because you suppressed them or you were trying to get rid of them and not accept them, avoid them, run away from them. This usually happens when in your childhood, your parents, your culture, or whoever was around you when you were growing up introduced the idea of not accepting the whole of you, your full self. So they told you, oh no, if you talk too much, then you will not be liked. Or if you are too hyper, people will get upset. Or if you ask too many questions, 
when you are difficult child so when people say things reflecting back things that they cannot accept about them or their own selves you believe them and you locked away that aspect of you somewhere in your subconscious and you have forgotten them you don't even know they exist because accessing them or even accepting them means you are going to be rejected by the society in your mind because that is the program that has been inserted in you that if you are this you will not receive love and that program is still running in you it is not uninstalled yet you don't know that which is why i encourage you to go within and to explore your shadows so we will do the permission slip right now instead of keeping it till the end are you ready yes yes all right very much ready great thank you for your confirmation this is a co created reality so i want you to take some deep breaths deep belly breaths deep relaxing slow belly breaths slow belly breaths two five cycles of four seven eight breathing four count of inhalation seven count of holding the breath and eight counts of exhalation slowly i would urge you to do five rounds of the 478 breath right now with me while this channel also does that
that you feel relaxed. Relaxed. I want you to write down in which ways you can find your shadows. Here are a few questions that you can use every time to find your shadows. Every time you ask a question, then it will give you an opportunity to find that aspect of you you do not want to face. Remember, the only way to awaken is to integrate your shadows, to accept who you truly are, including the aspects of yourself you do not like. Only then you will be able to move into the vibration of unconditional love because then you would be able to accept the aspects of you that you do not like as well as aspects of you you like. And when you are able to accept all of your own self, you will have a grand awakening of who you are. Not only that, it will assist you in your kundalini awakening, it will also assist you in accepting others. Because you will learn how to accept people you do not like. Because now you have learned how to accept aspects of you that you do not like. And you will be using the same process to understand others, to accept them where they are and act according to your preference instead of being in a confused state of not knowing what to do or how unconditional love works truly. It starts with yourself and spreads to others. So here are a few questions you may want to write down that will assist you in finding your shadow. Say tomorrow your name will be published in the newspaper. Write it down. What is that something that you do not want others to find out about you? Write that down, the question, before you write the answers. I'm going to give you time to write the answers. For now, focus on the question. What is it that you do not want anybody to find out about yourself? Because either it will embarrass you or bring you great shame or guilt or sadness or whatever that it may be that makes you not want to be found out. I'll ask the next question and I'll give you time to do this exercise before I open up for your questions. What is that 
aspect of yourself that you most hate, that you absolutely do not like. Write it down, the question, not the answer, but the question. Next question. Who do you hate in your life? Who triggers you and why? What about them you don't like? That is important because the qualities that you do not like about them is a description of your own shadow. That is who you are, even if you cannot accept it right now. They reflect back to you an aspect of you that you have disowned, you do not like. So, who in your life do you hate the most? Which person triggers you the most? Or who in the news or social media makes you disgusted or angry? It could be even celebrities or politicians or other people who are not part of your life. What about them do you hate? So write down names of each person and what you hate about them. Their qualities is what we are focusing on. Not what they did, but whatever they did, what does it represent to you if you have to put a word to it? their qualities or the persona or the aspects of them that you dislike is your shadow. Whether you like it or not, whether you accept it or not, whether you get defensive about it, whether you are in denial, this is time for integration. Next question. Who are you judging secretly and silently? That person who you just thought was fat inside your head or that person who you felt was clumsy. You may never have said that openly but you had that judgment in your head nevertheless. Or that person who is traveling to places and you have a judgment Oh, they are probably taking money from their family. They cannot afford that. That is a judgment. Who are you judging? And exactly what are you judging? What does it tell you about them? If you had to use one word to describe them based on your judgment, what would that one word be? Or maybe one sentence, what would that be? That is the question. 
whatever the answer is, is your shadow. That person is reflecting back to you something that you need to acknowledge in yourself. No more running away. No more denial. Last question. What are you avoiding? What are you resisting in your life? What are you procrastinating on? Which decision you are delaying? What do you not want to accept even when it has been told to you by many people? What are we unwilling to do despite knowing that you should do it? What are you resisting? And why? If you do it, what would that make you? This is the most important part of the question. If you do it, if you accept it, what would that make you? Who will you become if you do it? That is what you are afraid of. That is your shadow. So now that you have five questions and our explanation, It is not possible for me to fit everything into one session because I would also like to answer your question. So how to do the shadow work is something I will cover in another session or some other being is going to cover in their session. So I would like to give you some five minutes to write the answers to these questions. Don't worry, I'm not asking you to reveal your shadows to me. This is for you to know and learn about yourself. So I would ask the co-host to take a note as to when five minutes is over from now and remind me I will give you five minutes of silence for now so that you can do it in silence. Write down the answers to the question how much ever you can. You may not have to finish writing all of them. You can do it after the session. Those questions will always bring up your shadows and you will discover newer and newer and newer shadows when you thought you were done.
it's five minutes over. Um, sorry, sorry, yes. Um, apologize, I didn't hear the question. So yes, get five minutes right now, correct. All right, so I believe when you were doing this exercise, there are a lot of newer questions that may have come up in your mind. So I would like to take your questions now. Okay, Anita has a question. Are you able to unmute yourself, Anita? Or would you like, uh, are you able to yeah. unmute yourself? Yes, okay. I have my headphones in, is this bothering anything? No, it's fine. Okay, all right. Um, yes, um, those were wonderful questions and have a variety of things that popped up when you asked those. And I've been working on those kinds of things for a while. But the, the one thing that um, is most important to me now is uh, the physical uh, aspect of myself. Um, I, I went through uh, a major issue with work last year that um, exhausted me and I didn't realize that I had a really severe um, bowel infection at the time and I went into high um, inflammation and it caused a major issue with my adrenal function to the point where my cortisol level dropped considerably and um, I had to go on antibiotics for like uh, a month. And then I have been on doctor-ordered supplements for the last year. I've come a long way with improving my health, but the exhaustion still continues. I, I channel beings, and I've been told that I'm very toxic, and I do feel that that is the case. And I have issues with uh, my system being very, very sluggish. Um, I've lost 30 pounds, but I'm still overweight. Um, I, I have a, um, a fear of detoxing, which I am doing some, each each pound I lose, I am detoxing, and there's minerals that I'm putting in my water that helps me to detox. But to add anything more does give me a bit of a fear because I'm so exhausted and I'm continuing to have to, you know, I'm going to work every day and doing the things that I usually do. If I add detoxing on top of it, will it exhaust me more to the point where um, I'm not able to continue. I did have to take over two months off this summer and I spent that time in bed um, trying to uh, to get back some of my energy. Um, do you see that I need to actually do some form of detox or what is the most important thing that I can do to move forward with this? If I understand that the problem is mostly you feeling there's a lot of toxins in your body and also feeling very sluggish and your fear is more about if you detox then it will introduce more sluggishness in your body is that correct um it, maybe not more sluggish of density adding more toxins but just being more exhausted because it's very exhausting whenever person detoxes it it creates a lot of symptoms when you detox what methods, it, it's tiring. what methods you are using to detox 
Well, right now I'm using some distilled water and adding in um, some minerals to it. And that's supposed to help detox. And then I have a particular medication that's helping me lose weight. And of course, you know, losing weight, anytime you lose fat, there's a lot of toxins and fat. Uh, what I was going to add on top of it, but I haven't yet, uh, which I have had an Arcturian tell me would be the best thing to do is to add burdock root tea and um, Irish uh, Irish root tea. Not just, not just teas or water is sufficient to help you detox. So there are many things going in. When you said bowel infection, it means that there is something you believe about yourself that makes you feel that you are poisoned from outside, which is why you experienced the infection because that usually goes with belief that I have been poisoned or the environment that you had been which created the situation felt like poisoning you or slow poisoning you. So we would recommend that you do a specific diet detox, meaning consult a nutritionist who is into herbal food or Ayurvedic food or who can suggest you dietary detox or any kind of supplements that you are aware of which would create physical detox not just only with water and tea but the kind of food you are eating. If you can switch to only vegetables and fruits for three months cut out yeah. all forms of meat, fish or anything for three months. You can resume that after three months. It may be difficult at first. Hence, I recommend you ask some nutritionist that is going to help you physically regain your energy. The other option you could explore would be fasting in whichever way or shape you can some people fast for 16 hours some people fast for 24 hours find a fasting method that works for you any kind of water fasting that will also assist you in the detox process however do not combine the fasting with the change in diet do one at a time apart from that while these will create physical detox, the main reason for your sluggishness is there are many aspects of you you are not wanting to accept and you are spending a great deal of your mental and emotional energy suppressing that aspect or those aspects. In other words, you are actively spending energies in suppressing those shadows. And when you discover those shadows that you do not want to accept about you and accept it, you will not have to spend your energies into that anymore. And hence, you will regain the energy back and you will feel alive because now you are integrated and not running away from yourself. 
What do you think? Um, I'm going to have to to really think about it. The, the, the fasting is a little bit better than the diet part. I actually went to nothing but vegetables and fruit for 30 days uh, a couple years back, and I gained 25 pounds after I quit, um, and it took me years to get that weight off. So um, I must need the animal protein um, so that then I don't know. The fasting. Okay. Uh, the fasting I have done where I've skipped a breakfast and done like uh, the 16 hour thing before. I've got a doctor that tells me that I need to make sure to have 65 grams of protein a day. Um, I think I can figure that out though. Um, we would so recommend you consult a nutritionist, not a doctor. A doctor is okay. not a nutritionist. I the understand. Is good with medication and understanding the problem, but most doctors do not understand nutrition as much right. as they would like to believe that that is not the case. Okay. That um, is why it did not work. Okay. So if you resonate with the fasting, go with the fasting instead of the diet. Whatever is the least path of resistance, take that. Okay. Does that help you? It does. I, I think that um, the... But we sense a but coming. Yeah, the, the shadow aspect of it. Um, I think it has to do with me wanting to to channel more uh, and for other people. Um, it's it's a lot of energy um, to just do the life that I'm doing to add anything extra um, is is difficult. And so that's why I'm wanting to work on the physical first. Um, but there are anyway, ways to work with the resistance, do not try to fight the resistance that you're facing if you don't feel like doing it i understand as to why you may not want to do it so there is a way to work on your resistance in a way that is in alignment with you instead of forcing yourself to do things you do not wish to so you can ask this channel she's doing something around that she may be able to assist you and guide you on this. I do have um, a uh, thought that I need to do a session with Mamita. And so I need to work out a, a time with her. So I will do that. As you wish. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to work with you again. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a joy for us. Thank you, Anita. Thank so you. I'm going to ask now Burke, would you like to ask your question? Yes, I would like to. Uh, before I'm going to ask the question, I got reminded about, uh, about being in this situation where there's other people watching me and you, Magdalena, being the authority figure. It took me back to being in the classroom, I wanted to ask questions, but I feel, I feel a pressure inside of me. 
and I don't understand where it's coming from or why I'm even scared. Because in other situations, I'm a golf teacher, I can have groups of 20 people and I organize them around and I'm super confident. But when I'm not there up uh, looking down on everybody, when I'm inside the people going out to ask a question, that's way more scary. So because could you elaborate? Because in your childhood, when you showed your inquisitiveness by asking questions, then you were probably scolded or reprimanded. You were told that that is not the right thing to do because the person could not answer your question. So they found a way to diminish you. Or maybe they were not ready or they just didn't want to entertain because they were exhausted. Could be your parents, could be your teachers when you were very young. Can you yeah, I believe it's my teachers. Yeah, I believe it's my teachers. Yes, so mm. they have injected that program in you, which makes you feel, oh, if I ask a question, that means I'm a bad person. I will not be accepted and hence the pressure builds up. Mm. So, so how can I work with it? You are already working mm. on it with this channel. Mm. Yes, I am. Yeah. All right, I have one more question. So uh, right now in my life, I usually work a lot in the summer. And I also feel I have a lot of energy then and I really push through and this masculinity. And then usually I don't have as much work in the winter. So things become more calm and I can focus in more on being spiritual not because i believe i believe i always am but still in that sense but now i feel i come to a point that is just it feels so unbalanced to work very hard for six months then to crash a little bit and to just be so quiet for six months and then to go back there again do you understand what i mean so what is your preference I, I wish it was more balanced not to be super masculine in the summer and, and super feminine in the in the winter to to just to, so to what be is more stopping balanced. you what is stopping you from bringing that balance my work then it maybe does not. that is mm. not your highest excitement it is not allowing yes. you to work in a way that allows you to feel that balance within you yes yeah i have noticed that so thank you for the confirmation yes. i have no more questions thank now you very much you have time in the winter to go inwards and look within mm. what your highest excitement is and mm. figure out a plan in the next six months of your winter time as to how you can do more of that and less of your summer work so that you can gradually move into what you prefer doing instead of being it a wide change that you cannot handle and destabilizes mm. you. Thank you.
Yes. Thank you so much. I'm gonna ask Vincent now. Would you like to unmute yourself, Vincent? Ask your question, please. Yep, thank you. Hello, Mary. Nice to meet you. Hello. Um, you were Jesus's partner, weren't you? No. I was. So where did you, you were with him, though, weren't you? Yes, all the time. That doesn't make me his partner. No, I that's was okay. His in... Spirit guide in body. Right. I advised him. I mentored him. And I guided him to whatever he chose to do in his lifetime. There were times when he would also get frustrated with a lot of people around him. I chose to bring the balance that he needed by being me. Most of you understand that as being a consort or a wife or whatever. But that is not what our relationship was. So you helped him balance his shadow side? As you're doing his with us? Feminine, his more feminine side. He had his shadows already balanced. Right. So does feminine side equivalent equate to compassion? Compassion, empathy, nurturing, love, and allowing things to be what they are instead of trying to change it. Yep. So how did we lose that? Where did we, how did that get programmed out of us by religion? That the feminine Patriarchy. side? Patriarchy. It came through different methods, different ways. Religion was a strong proponent where everything, all your gods are masculine, depicted as males. The balance was lost. It was also reinforced by your stories of Adam and Eve, where Eve is blamed for losing the heaven. So that is a collective trauma that is repeating itself even when that is not the truth. So that's why it was created in this way. The society was structured in this way where women are not respected anymore. The feminism or the feminine aspect is not wanted anymore. Only the masculine aspect is desired and worshipped. And that is how the disbalance has been created. There was a time which was not in your history, but on a parallel earth where there was matriarchy instead of patriarchy and it created its own disbalances. So neither work. So we've got um, the Muslim religion and it's not all Muslims, but there seems to be a highly um, challenged world for women to live in where they've got to wear the burqa and they're abused and um, that's not just the only religion that does it but it seems to me that's the one that is most prominent in this particular timeline we're in 
if we change our inner shadows, our inner conflict, so to speak, that will that allow just on a grander scale than just a personal scale? Can we affect that global um, energy, if you like? That is what all of you are doing, which is why there is a war right now. And there would be many more because the shadows are rising in rebellion. They need to be accepted. And as long as there is no acceptance, the war will go on. So the war is something that has been brewing in the subconscious already. Now it wants integration, so it came out. It made itself known. Integrate me. And these wars. So, on a global scale, how can we. So, on a global. Sorry. So, on a global scale, how does that work when we've got so many males? in, in uh, like the presidents and all the rest of the politicians seem to be heavily um, matri uh, patriarchal. Um, how do we change that? All the men in power need to integrate their feminine aspects, which is why I am here. I'm talking about this so that you can start with yourself first, because that will allow you to shift to the parallel timeline where you can be example for those men as to how to integrate the divine feminine aspect, the parts of you that you do not love. So start with the shadow work, and then I'm going to share more ways to learn and identify the feminine aspects a few that you can integrate so that you can become more balanced. Thank you. Yes. All right. Thank you, Vincent. Um, I'm going to ask my questions now. <laughs> uh, so after I did the work with you, now answering some of the questions, uh, I came up with other questions. Um, the first one was, okay, so after we identify a shadow aspect, how do we go about healing them? So is there a process that we yes. do? Okay. Yes. So in today's transmission, we will not be able to cover the entire thing okay. as we said. Okay. So there is like a, a process we can apply in order to yes. sort of like release okay so stay tuned right yes um and the other one is like could we have shadows from another parallel counterpart of ourselves meaning like if i mean like past lives like in a linear time we would call past lives but i don't speak like I, I say a those parallel life called yeah. your shadows those are more like those parallel lives that you are connected with shape your belief systems more than the shadows so 
the shadows are created because of the belief system you inherited from them. So mm -hmm. when you change your belief system, you change those parallel life connections as well as it also sometimes helps you integrate your shadows because the shadows got created because you had or inherited those belief systems when you chose to be born in a specific timeline when you were born. And those belief systems created and attracted situations in your life where people said, you are not allowed to be who you are, thus creating that shadow. Is it making sense? Yes. And um, going from that, as I work on those beliefs, which were like from the parallel lives, will I connect with a healed version maybe of that parallel life? Meaning a, a, an aspect, because I know we have many versions of the same life, right? Yes. Um, so when you so heal, when you find out that specific parallel aspect of you that needs healing and you go and heal that, and if the healing is done correctly, you will notice that it has changed to the healed aspect. And now you are connected to the healed version of the parallel yeah. life instead of the wounded one. Yes, I actually have experienced hence, that. <laughs> changing your timeline. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, I, yeah. I uh, went through a process like that from one of the parallel lives I was aware. Um, so another question I have is, is fear of something a shadow? For example, fear I have of, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, I have fear of being judged. Is that in a way a shadow? Understand that the fears and all the primary emotions, they were meant to be messengers. If you are feeling fear for more than 15 to 20 seconds, then there is a belief that is creating mm -hmm. the fear. And usually your shadows hold on to the limiting beliefs. So you mm. could say that the beliefs are tied to some specific shadows. Okay. Yes. Um, all right. I think um, I have just uh, this very uh, curiosity, not curiosity, but question personal question for you, you know, I, I feel really connected to you in a, in a personal way, in a way, somehow. Um, I was wondering if that's because of maybe the theme that I, of my life, this lifetime, or is there maybe because of my oversoul being some somehow connected to yours? Are you able to share what is our connection? Our connection is the mothering love and nurturing. Mm -hmm. That is one of your themes and you are drawn to. So your oversoul has me 
and there are many other beings that share that nurturing aspect with you and are working with you so i serve as a reflection of that what you are and that's why you feel deeply connected with me yes i had people you know even saying uh how similar like energy wise i am to mary madeline um and i do feel very like the same uh um energy like and then you said i think uh, what is the reason of, i feel that in my heart connected to the divine mother um and um what was the last question before i close uh, maybe it's not here right now. So I'm going to pass it on to Burke. You oh, actually, Anita have a question. Let me ask her first. I know she's driving. Anita, would you like to unmute yourself? Um, I I would. Yeah, hold on just a moment. I have to walk outside the door really quick. <laughs> I have somebody walk into my office as soon as you said that. So I've got to get some privacy really quick. I'm walking quick. So we would appreciate if we could answer the other person's questions first, why you are doing that. I am ready to answer or to uh, ask the question right now. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. So the question is, is that I have been working um, with a parallel life, just like uh, uh, the last questioner was talking about Leticia. Um, there's a specific life where I was a nun and I was, um, I guess, captured and taken. And uh, there was a lot of violent things that happened. And I feel like that I ended up with a, um, a phobia uh, in this life that's connected to that and maybe some other lives that has to do with you know, tight spaces, uh, a major issue with uh, fear of suffocation. I worked a whole lot on that in the last week, and I'm wanting to see if um, if I've worked through that, if that belief is gone, if, if, I'm, if I've been successful, I guess is what I'm asking. Are you still feeling the fear of tight spaces? I don't think so, but I the the one test this is that... nothing to be taught. We would urge you to put yourself in a cupboard and test it out for yourself. If you feel okay. fear, then it's not gone. Okay, it's I think that's simple. The the one test that uh, made me really feel the fear was getting in a float tank and not being able to shut the door. And so I'll try that again and see whatever that's... helps you yeah. create that tightness of space around you okay all right well thank you that was my question all right, all right. thank you anita so Burke, go ahead and unmute yourself and ask your question please yes so i recently did a operation uh, i got circumcised and I've been having problems. You could say I've been having some issues with my sex life for basically since I was 20 and up. And now I made a decision to, to do it. And I just wonder how, why am I doing it now and how that 
is relating to my life what it, what does it represent what made you take that decision the answer will lie in that okay no we are asking you what made me take the decision um or rather yeah, was... finally act on it exactly it just feels a lot easier for me to act on everything now i feel more free up so it's easy for me to act upon my no why would you act on that what will that allow you to do which you couldn't do earlier or at least in your opinion mm -hmm. you mean how i would see myself if i did the operation earlier in my life Did you do the operation in your 20s or recently? Recently, a few days ago. So now that you know how it feels like, what are you able to do now that you couldn't do earlier before the operation? Yeah, now it basically has... Uh... The skin was too tight, so now it's now I'm able to yeah, it was in it was in its way, the skin basically. It was disturbing my sex life in that way. So in a way, sex or sexual energy is raw creation. So in a way, you were not fully allowing your raw creativity to come out. But now you decided that this is what you would prefer to do to allow yourself to be truly creative and allow whatever needs to come out to come out from you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Um, I do. So I do have a question. Um, I, uh, you know, use uh, the, Isis Oracle sometimes to get some um, guidance mess guided messages, uh, which it's very synchronized. I, I like the way we can use some tools to connect more with our guides and um, you know, or, or even God. Anyways, um, I received kind of like the guidance that I needed, and that came from a different source as well. That I am. I need to balance more, my, but not the feminine, the masculine. How would that look like? Could you or, summarize or, the context of your cards with the balancing of the energy again? Yeah, it was, it was pretty much uh, straightforward. Um, meaning like... Um, so, okay, the, the context was like this. I am being, going through this preparation and practice in order to bring more messages uh, through channeling from stronger energies, let's say, or more like um, 
I don't know if that's the right term, like higher vibration. And so I needed... You think you are not channeling higher vibrations already. I do think that, yeah. Uh, maybe it's like um, connected to the higher vibrations. I do feel I am. It's basically like getting ready to actually do the act of channeling um that more like uh, of uh doing that publicly and bringing that more to the world and so after that card of that awareness that i am going to be about doing that more strongly in my life so so that it's where like so i am heading question? towards the question is that i received like this guidance of uh, balancing, but not the feminine, the masculine. <laughs> and then I was like, how do you do that? Am I need to strengthen my assertiveness? Like, uh, no, the uh, what is it? It means, yeah. it means that you actually have to start creating. Oh, you are holding yeah. yourself back. <laughs> You're not doing it. Hmm bring it okay. out because masculine means creation creation it's not that's right it's mm. not physicalizing you are not taking action you have to yes. take physical actions okay that makes sense all right it's the physical action it's the creation the manifestation yes yes <laughs> yes I, i'm uh, i'm uh, getting there <laughs> working through my there. limiting beliefs <laughs> yes mm. work on all right that. yes that's right i'm waiting for momita to give the limiting belief course that she's planning on bringing that out soon which is it's gonna be part of we have been asking the channel to do it this year yeah hopefully yeah. she decided to do it next year Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, I, yeah, I will, I'll do the work anyways uh, with your guidance now, which yes. looks uh, pretty good. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so All right. right. Now, mm. Before we move ahead, I'd yeah. like to do a time check, please. Yes. It's actually, it's been an hour and 16 minutes on the session. So we would like to now answer the questions that has been posted on the other group okay all right let's start with uh marianne Maryam. she's asking what are current major world events there for what are we supposed to learn from them israel versus palestina and earthquake in morocco those are the shadow aspects looking for integration. All mm -hmm. countries which has oppressive cultures are going through and will go through a lot of shaking up because mm -hmm. the societies or whatever those countries have suppressed will rise its head and look for its right look for integration, look for acknowledgement, for acceptance, whatever that may be. So all these earthquakes, 
all these natural disasters are shifting the energies to bring in more integration by revealing what is not integrated, what is not in balance. It is offering a way to bring in more balance because only when it comes to the surface, you are going to take some action to do something about it. Otherwise, it will stay suppressed. So now it's coming up. And next year, there are going to be more and more things mm. the world is going to see. Mm. That is why I urge you to work on your shadows. Yes, thank you. Uh, from Pat now, lately, there's been a lot of CCTV videos circulating of people vanishing in public gatherings. Is this part of the rapture? Not all of the vanishings are rapture. Only one or two of them were, whereas some of them shifted to other realities because they could. They were not from this reality and they blended in with people very well and some of them were precursors so there is a mix and match of many things thank you um let me ask now a question from babur um he's asking what are indian de deities i think that's how you pronounce it are they ets not all of them, not mm. all of them, some of them are, like it was revealed by Michael, Shiva was an Anunnaki, mm. and right mm. now I'm not going to go into much details, maybe some other time, maybe some other ah. transmission. Great, sounds interesting. Okay, um, let's see. And uh, Bobur has another question. He's asking, could you tell us about the Kailash and Mato Tepila Mountains? Sad what about Sad it? Oh yeah, he's saying Sadhguru says Mato Tepila is beneficial for the throat chakra. Those mountains have vortexes and those are center points of a lot of extraterrestrial energies so mm. going to the peak is not allowed mostly because there are some extraterrestrials who are monitoring the earth and earthly energies and they do not wish any disruptions so there will be situations created temporarily and people may not be able to go on the top at least. Mm. But you can be around. It's not only about your throat chakra. Any vortex or portal brings out the deep-seated things about you. So it is like a giant mirror bringing out whatever you need to know about yourself. 
Great. Very interesting. I'm going to search about it. Um, I have uh, two more questions in the uh, Facebook, but Burke is asking uh, if he can ask a question. He's, uh, he's live. I would like to answer the Facebook questions first. Okay. So Jeff is asking, there are no greatest and best channelers like Momita in South Korea. Will channelers like her appear in South Korea in my timeline? Yes. There is one goes by the name Kim Yoon. Though she mm -hmm. may start channeling in a different name, there will be a few more, but they will be more difficult to find because they may not be on the internet. They would be more locally popular. Right. That's right. Okay, and then the last one from Jeff as well, he's asking, how will the roles of current ET channelers change when open contact becomes available? Do people with telepathy ability or ET channelers become ambassadors to extraterrestrial civilizations? All ET channelers play a very important role in bringing the awareness of their existence on earth, familiarizing with people and also distributing the ET energies more overtly. So when there is open contact, then these channelers will help people who are still in a state of shock and denial to assimilate the information that they already talk about so that there is a history that such things and the communication from ETs has been happening for many years so that it doesn't become a conspiracy theory but is accepted and it would also help in understanding the ETs better because many people will not have had a high vibration enough to face them so the channelers play a very important role in bringing and distributing the ET energies to those who are still not ready to face the ETs yet, thus bringing more understanding instead of fear and being as a conduit of information between ETs and other humans. And this will continue for quite a while until the ETs become a commonplace occurrence on your Earth. Yes. Sounds exciting. <laughs> I'm at one of them for sure. So, um, Burke, would you like to ask a question? I think it will be okay, right? One more question. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. It's about um, the vortex. Um, I'm wondering, I live in Sweden, uh, in uh, the West, called a city called uh, Gothenburg, and I wonder, is there any vortexes near my home that I can visit and do uh, regular meditations? Could you name a few places in that city? We can yes. scan the energies and we can share them. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I live in a small town next to Gothenburg called Kollered. There's also Lindome. Hellesåker, Mölndal, 
the second one. The channel may not be able to pronounce it. Kollered. No. Lindome. No. Hellesaker. Yes. Hmm. How can I find Red. it exactly? Is when it the whole area? The, when you reach that specific area, you will notice certain anomalies. The kind mm. of anomalies that you already have experienced, you will start seeing more anomalies. And it okay. will become more overt, unmistakable. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Burke. I just want to say I, I missed one question from the Facebook from Vedram. Would you like to take that question as well? Sure. Okay, so Vedram is asking, who is Satoshi Nakamoto? And he's continue. He's uh, it's the pseudonym pseudonym of a person or a collective that invented Bitcoin. Who invented Bitcoin? Is asking. The person who invented Bitcoin wanted to be hidden because of many collective egregores that was working against her. So she chose to take a pseudonym and stay hidden, not to be found out. And I would prefer to keep it that way. Yes, that makes Until sense. your collective energies change and she feels to come out and claim mm. what she has created. But then the problem would be nobody would believe her. Hmm. Right. Okay, I think we are all set with the questions. What time is it? It is 10.28. So, I'm oh, sorry, that doesn't make sense. Like one hour and 28 minutes into the session. All right. I feel we have reached a point of completion for today. And I will see you again soon for today. I wish a very good day to all of you. Good day. Thank you. Good day. Thank you so much. Wow. Momita, your voice was very different today. Yeah, I know. You know, it was very soft and... Uh, there's this uh, very like the tone was so soft. <laughs> and that's why I think the first thought that came in my mind when she started speaking is like, can you hear her? Ah, so she asked. Yes. yes, I could hear well. and But then Vincent said that he had a little difficulty, but he switched to his headphones. And I think that that solved. You were able to hear Vincent? Yeah, yeah, like it came good, but then it went increased in volume, so I took the headphones off. 
and used oh. the speaker on the computer. So, but it was very quiet at the the beginning. I had mm. a lot of trouble. Um, mm. yeah, yeah, that's why I was thinking like if anybody can hear it, that's that's the first mm. thing that came to my mind yeah. because she's very soft spoken. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I was the, uh, hearing the same as I normally do, so that's why I suggested he put it the headphones. Maybe I don't know. Did that help, Vincent? Yeah, a little bit. It was still very yeah. quiet. I couldn't increase mm. the volume anymore. It was up. Everything was as loud as mm. it could be. So, right. Interesting. Once you get the transcript, uh, then I think you can catch up on the parts. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how was the session in general? Like, how did you guys feel? It was awesome. awesome. It was a yeah. It was a little bit like a, um, I was not expecting that she was going to be working with the shadow. Right? Were you expecting well, that? Was that? cool. That was really yeah. It was good. really it was really good. I'm all I'm still shaking to be honest. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Her energy, I, uh, was I got, intense. Yeah, I got worked on for sure. So I'm I'm cold and I'm a bit shaken. Mm. You're cold and mm. shaking. Yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. In a good way, mm -hmm. like. Mm. I thought like she had a very gentle uh, energy. So when you say you're cold and shaking, I was like, okay, <laughs> I didn't expect. Yeah, that. but I mean, <laughs> she she went deep. That's the yeah. thing. It was the deepness. It was still very gentle. She, it was just the, the the deepness of it. So it is like she yeah, she gentle, went but right she into like it. yeah, mm. like like mm. to the root mm. of the cause. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like let's not yeah. solve over here. Let's like go change driven. change over there. You know, <laughs> because if you don't change over there, solving here will do nothing. Do you understand what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, I find, that's I find like that. my... yeah, mm. go ahead. I love yeah, I, I love that. she asked the questions huh. and then she gave an example. And when she said politicians that the hairs raised up and, <laughs> and I knew that was one of my shadows. Politicians. <laughs> oh God. Yes, yes. In the beginning it was kind of hard for me to find the the answers of some of those, you know. So I'm like, I'm like, am I hiding from myself? I'm like, am I hiding from myself? Like, yeah, but then after I was too. able, yeah, I was able to get some things, you know, I think the question that was easier for me to, to answer was like, what I don't like in other people. Yeah. I think that was easy to answer, you know, so there were like five. So that's questions. when, yeah, there were five questions that they're all good. But like the the first ones, I'm like, I really couldn't think about like if tomorrow the newspaper say something about me, what I would be shame. Like I, I couldn't think about it. Like anything that would say, I wouldn't care kind of thing. But or no, but then I think maybe I found some with the other questions. You know what I mean? Like with the other yeah, questions, I found some of the answers. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it because then you can look at it in different ways, right? Like if you don't find this way, yeah. you're going to find the other way or you're going to find the other way. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole yeah. point of giving that many questions. Yeah, but mm. what were you saying? Sorry. Yeah, I don't think he heard you. talking to he's yeah. himself. Yeah. Hey, Bert. Hello. Hey, sorry. Yeah. I was talking with my no wife. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. yeah. You I, were I, seeing... I...